0: love talk
1: radio hey what's up this is your homegirl complex angel and welcome back to another episode of self-love is my rehab where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction i'm about to get my partner in crime dc on the line so we can start this lovely show tonight so please tune in and love yourself I almost needed the wrong number, Lord Jesus. What's going on, Jesus? <laughs>
0: hey, what's oh, cracking,
1: man. man? What's going on with you? Not much. It's been a long two weeks. It's been a long two
2: weeks. Yeah, I mean, you tell me about it. Yeah,
1: it's been a long two weeks, man. <laughs> what was the vibe of the week?
2: Well, <laughs> you know, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully the uh, the fans and everything like that, our listeners, you know, hopefully they don't get too butt hurt about us not coming on these last couple of weeks. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, you know, we got it's, – it's it's personal life, you know. You know, we got other things that we working on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. place got the book, you know what I'm saying, she working on. I got the clothing brand, you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. So, that's that's basically just been it, man, you know what I'm saying just working on just working on stuff outside of the podcast, and um you know it, it hasn't been time wasted, you know what I'm saying, like it's definitely been um it's definitely been some investment, you know what I'm saying that's gonna be well worth you know what what to come, you know so
0: yes.
2: overall i'm you know i'm I'm just excited about the the efforts that we put in outside of the podcast, you know what i'm saying to 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 actually you know be put forth to work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Not to say too much about it, but you know what I'm saying? Like I like to be I like to be that one that like to surprise motherfuckers and not just necessarily, you know what I'm saying, just give them everything. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But trust me, it's it's gonna be well worth the, the wait. Trust me.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into mine later on, but for the keeping it complex, um, one, I just wanna say why is gas so high. Like I literally did a temptation spin with my neck when I seen that it was 325. Like it was just 319 and that is ridiculous. I don't know. Like that just really hurt me and it's like it looks like it feels like it's going up every day. Maybe I'm just tripping, but every time I look at it it looks like it's just higher than what it was before. Like if gas gets to 4 dollars, nigga, I'm walking everywhere. I'm not I'm not driving. And uh yeah. sister sister so I was be watching Sister, Sister, y'all on Netflix before I got kicked out. And, um, <laughs> you know, they went to U of M for college, right? <laughs> and right. they just made it, I guess, like, they didn't have enough. Well, they basically, they didn't have enough room to put them in a dorm on campus. So they decided to commute back and forth. Now, I don't know exactly what city Ray lived in. But I think he lived out, like, in Southfield, Oak Park area, Oakland County. They made it seem like this commute back and forth to U of M was just great. Like, no struggle. That (laughs) shit was hard. I used to drive back and forth to Ipsy. And I think Ann Arbor, No, yeah, U of M is further than Ipsy. And that used to, you know, just kill me. I don't know. I just felt like they should have stressed on that a little bit more. But, yeah, that's it.
2: I feel that because – yeah, like I used to commute from Redford to Bloomfield Hills and that shit just felt like it just took forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yay. And if anybody's a, and y'all know, like during rush hour time trap um, telegraph is not the fucking place to be. Like real shit. Right. Like, I'd be ready to backslap every goddamn body. I backslap your kids at that point because that's just yeah, how yeah. fucking irritat Telegraph. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I I agree with you. They oh. definitely should've uh they should have. They should've tweaked that just a little bit.
1: That part. Right. Well, y'all. So this is the episode that y'all been waiting for. Um, you know, DC had dropped the promotion, uh, video last last week, but I told him like, yeah, I don't know if we could do it this week because shit was going on. But I'm gonna talk about that later. So we right. about to do this. Get it off your chest for the first 20 minutes. You about to do a love analysis test. I've done uh, this before. Shit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna like have DC do it, and then I'm gonna go over the answers. and I'm asking two questions. So, yeah. a lot of y'all probably heard this quiz before, but DC's never done it. So, all right, DC, you ready?
2: Nope, but let's go. Okay.
1: All right, got your notebook. So, the first question. I just want you to write them down, and I'll let you know what each answer means at the end. You are walking to your girlfriend's house. Okay. There are two roads to get there. One is a straight path, which takes you there quickly but it's very plain and boring. The other is curvy and full of wonderful sights on the way, but it takes quite a while to reach your loved one's house. Which path do you choose, the short or the long one? I'll take the long one. The long one? Okay. On the way there, you see two rose bushes. One is full of white roses. One is full of red roses. You decide to pick 20 roses for your girlfriend. What color combination do you choose? Any combination including all one color is fine, as long as it equals 20. I take 10 white and 10 red. Okay. Uh, You finally get to your girlfriend's house. You ring the bell and the maid answers. You can ask the maid to please get your loved one or you may go get them yourself. Which action do you take?
2: Okay, hold on. Repeat that whole thing because it just sounded like you were... You was on some robot shit. I think the feds is tapping in. Can you uh, repeat that one more time?
0: I think the
1: feds tapping in, too, because you sound like you. But okay, so <laughs> you finally Wait, get you to your up. girlfriend's house. You can hear me? You finally get to yeah. your girlfriend's house. You ring the bell and the maid answers. You can ask the maid to get your loved one or you go and get them yourself. Which one do you do? Mm. Okay, hold up. 'Cause like now do you ask a maid to, to, to get shit. Do you ask the <laughs> maid to go get your loved one or do you go get her?
2: Hmm, rub. chin intensively. Hmm. <laughs> I think I think I would go get her my damn self. On the bed.
1: On the bed, okay. Later, time for bed. You and your loved one go to sleep in separate rooms. <laughs> um, you wake up in the morning and go to her room to check on her. You enter the room. Is she awake or sleeping?
2: Shit! Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. First of all, why the hell are we sleep in a separate room?
1: <laughs> That's why I laugh. I knew you were going to ask that.
2: What type of what type of shit is it? Shit is
0: um. This. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: I would I would assume that she sleep because of what happened last night. You know what I'm saying? But, so that pack fun, <laughs> t- y'all slept in separate rooms, though. You said what?
1: Y'all slept in separate rooms, though,
2: so how? I mean, shit, somebody went in somebody else's room, shit. I don't play that whole, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sleep over here. You're going to sleep over here. Yeah, we're going to sleep the whole night away. Bullshit. I didn't either crept up in her room or she was just like, hey drop them draws nigga like
0: yes okay
2: <laughs> so oh, yeah. my god i would assume she
1: okay. sleep because she didn't got that nyquil all right last question it's time to go home and you start to head back you could take either the road you could take either road home now the plain boring one or the curvy straight one which one do you take the short or long path
0: Hmm... and that's interesting because I
2: kind of got to think I got to kind of think on some real life shit though let me see. Like are
1: you trying to get home or are you trying to take your time?
2: (laughs) I would probably say take my time so I would take the long path because I I didn't have situations where I took the long path and then you know because I had to go home I would take the long path because I had something to do the next day but you know, a call dropped and was like, you know, hey, you ain't got to do what you had to do tomorrow. And it was like, oh, Oh, okay,
1: shit. Hey, babe, I'm coming right back. (laughs) I'll be here in a second. I would take the long time
2: just for the simple fact that, you know, things could possibly change. Okay.
1: All right. So you ready for the analysis? (sighs) Yes. Okay, breaking up, do I sound clear? Is the fed still watching? Are they still tapping?
2: The fans are kind of watching a little bit. They don't like when you talk that much, but uh, we're going to make it work. Okay. All right.
1: So, number one, which role do you choose to take to your love's house? The role represents your attitude towards falling in love. If you chose the short one, you fall in love quickly and easily. If you chose the long one, you take your time and do not fall in love easily.
0: Okay?
1: Hmm. The answer? All right. All right. Number two. What combination of roses do you choose to give your loved one? The number of red roses represents how much you expect to give in a relationship. The number of white roses represent how much you expect in a relationship. So you said 10 and 10, so you expect 50-50. All right. Now, number three, do you accimate to get your loved one, or do you do it yourself? This question shows your attitude in handling relationship problems. If you accimate to get your loved one, then you may beat around the bush. <laughs> um, maybe asking a third party <laughs> to intervene and avoid if the problems runs high. If you want to get your loved one yourself, then you are pretty direct. If there's a problem, you confront it and deal with it. You want to work it out right away. Number four, mm. where do you put the roses, on the windowsill or on the bed? The placement of the roses indicates how often you like to see your girlfriend. Placing them on the bed means you need lots of reassurance in a relationship and you want to see your loved one every day. You said the bed, right? Yeah. Okay. Number five, do you find your loved one asleep or awake? Finding your girlfriend asleep, you accept your loved one the way they are. Finding them awake, you expect them to change for you. Um, And number six, which road do you choose to go home? If you chose the long one, like this, the short and long road now represents how long you stay in love. If you chose the long one, you tend to stay in love for a long time. (laughs) So, okay. Nice. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I just want to know first, hey. like okay, I know I said I know I said I have two questions, but three kind of simulated. First, how accurate okay. are the answers
2: for you? It's crazy because like every answer, I mean like every explanation to my answers that you explained to me, like I chuckled at them because <laughs> this is who the fuck I am now. Like <laughs> <laughs> like back then, like it was it was it was pretty much the answers that you gave, like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> falling in love easily, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like expecting a lot more from, you know, expecting a lot more from a woman than I wouldn't say that I would, Then I would give, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I always gave like my hundred percent, like, you know what I'm saying? I just always make sure that, you know, she gave her same thing. And mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Like, so you it's crazy because, like
1: So you, yeah, you expect, you expect 50, 50, like I give, you give. Yeah.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. So I take that back. Like, yeah, like most, like most of these answers are like really like spot on to like how I am and how I evaluate love nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Back mm. then, like, I think the only one that kind of really sticks to it is the 50 50 like you give and I give like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> well, I take that back. Like oh. the, um, the long path uh to the answer to the, uh, to the long path thing. Um, uh-huh. I've always wanted to, you know, um, get into a relationship and expect to, you know, be in that relationship forever, therefore loving them forever, like type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that, you know, whatever, whatever situations we do go through, you know what I'm saying? Like I put in my part to make sure that we are able to make it, like type of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's always ideal, you know what I'm saying? And it's just the reciprocation of, you know what I'm saying, your expectations and what you want out of, you know, out of love. You know what I'm saying, that but that's crazy though. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's one side where there's one side where it was like legit, like how I thought. You know what I'm saying back in the day versus like how I think now. Like you know what I'm saying. Like mm. I think, and it and it's crazy because like it it shows it shows my development and you know what I'm saying my um my growth as a person. You know what I'm saying. Mm.
0: Yeah, like that's just crazy. No,
1: I stumbled across this back when I was, like, in high school. And um, back then, the question that you have stumbled across, like, you, when you're like, this is a tricky question, the maid one, that was tricky for me, yeah. too. And I have said, I'm going to ask the maid to go get them because, you know, it's just disrespectful to walk into somebody's house. Like, even though our friends' parents adopted us, you know, you still had to go to the front door. You couldn't go to the side door. You couldn't just walk in their house. So right. when it said that you know you avoid problems, I'm like, well, goddamn, that is true. I definitely avoid problems. Like, I'd rather go through a third party to talk about it because I was scared of confrontation. So that ties into my now, second you... question for you. Okay, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. That ties into my second question. Um, compared to now, do you think that your answers would have been the same back in like your teens and 20s? Like, do you think that you know, did it take you a long time to fall easily like to fall in love or did you fall in love easily? Like what's the difference from now versus back then?
2: Well, I mean, like I said, like you know what I'm saying, with the with the answers that I what I that I was given just a few seconds ago, like, they wouldn't have been the answers that I that I was to give like back then. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for like, you know, the, the more direct, you know, like going to get her versus like asking the maid type of thing and it resulted into you, you know, avoiding problems, like I was always the one to avoid problems. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. I was never a confrontational person. So that became toxic in my relationships too because it was like if I felt like, you know, something was wrong, you know what I'm saying, or if I felt like I was being wrong or being wronged, so to speak, you know what I'm saying, if something was done wrong to me, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. speak on it. You know what I'm saying? I would just bottle it up. And just, you know, mm. expect the person to feel like, you know, something's wrong with me. I, I, I sometimes allow my body language to speak for itself, which I came to the realization that that's not the best way to, you know what I'm saying, like, communicate to your spouse if something's wrong with you. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> when I did that, <laughs> I have bottled up rations from, you know, from uh, it's multiple... It's accusations, you know what I'm saying, like, that I sat up there and put to the side, and then all all it took was just one small-ass little thing to just have me just, like, blow up, and then they'd be looking at me confused, like, why the hell is you blowing up for the simple fact that I asked you to take out the trash, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, so, um, yeah, that that was something definitely um, was different from, you know, from, from my responses from now, and then I, um, the the uh the path as far as like getting to to your girlfriend's house like type of thing like i would have chose the short <laughs> path which results into you know falling in love easily you know what i'm saying because that was me yeah. like i was able to fall in love easily because of for one the self-love that i had for myself was at an all-time low you know what i'm saying so i depended mm-hmm. on any you know everybody else to love me so it was like when it came right. to somebody actually taking that time to love me I easily fell in love with, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, mm. because I fell so low with myself, if somebody was able to love somebody who really didn't love themselves as much can really genuinely, you know, love that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, their intentions is like for real. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely. it was like, okay, so I'm going to give in to you because the fact that you're looking at me and, you know, sometimes we wear our emotions on our sleeve It's like, you know, you're trying to uplift me, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to be there for me. You know what I'm saying? Any love other than my, other than my love was seemed more genuine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when somebody showed the, the, the ounce of care, I just knew that they just was, like, in love with me type of shit. So it was like, okay, I'll fall in love with you a little bit more quickly. You know what I'm saying? Because your love, I benefit from your love. You know what I'm saying? So your love, love myself. You know what I'm saying? And and it's fucked up to feel that way, but, like, that's real shit. um, No, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, i I definitely agree with you. I think, like, I know back then my mind was definitely the short path. Like, how can I get to you the quickest way? Like, I felt like I couldn't move without, you know what I'm saying, a man on my side. Like, I felt like I didn't have value without a man on my side. Like, if I was at work and it was a stressful day, I want to leave early. I just want to get to my home. I want to get home to my man yeah. so he can make it easy yeah. and everything. And especially the part where, like, is your boyfriend? or girlfriend asleep or awake, I definitely said awake. Like, I want them, you know what I'm saying, to be up and everything like that. Like, I didn't come here to just watch you sleep. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> that is, like, you don't accept them for who they are. And it's, like, if I could rip a bandaid off, like, you know, in my last relationship, it was, like, because, like, you know, he made me so happy. And it's, like, dog, it's, like, I felt like having a newborn. You know what I'm saying? You know, newborn sleep. But it's like, where are you going to wake up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just so happy that you're in my life. And it's like, that shit got on his nerves. Like, dog, I just really want to sleep. You know, like, I just always wanted to, like, be up under him. And mm-hmm. you think that that person want to be up under you all the time as well. But now that I'm out of that relationship and I'm reflecting, like, okay, Tasha, that can, that can be a little draining because you know how it feels when a guy wants to be up under you all the time. So what makes you think that you right. just a so now I know that it's going to be different. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take that longer road. I really want to get to know you. I want to get past the first impressions and I'm going to let you have your alone time because I'm learning now what it feels like to have my alone time. Cause I know me and you talked earlier before the podcast, I said like, damn, I'm just now getting to a place where I feel at home and I am learning to enjoy being by myself. And I'm, not feeling guilt trip because it wasn't like that growing up, you know. It's like it was weird for me to sit, for me to be sitting at, in in the room by myself. My family looked at it like it was weird, so it's like, well, damn, maybe this shit is weird. But no, it's the best thing ever. But I'm gonna let you piggyback, and then I'm gonna let you go to yours because I forgot my last question. But yeah, you know, because we filled the <laughs> <Okay>. twenty minutes. <laughs> the twenty minutes, Yeah. But no, yeah. I
2: mean, I I get that. You know what I'm saying. And I feel like when it comes to when it comes to a relationship, like
0: mm-hmm. that
2: should be your second home. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like your first your first home is within yourself. You know what I'm saying. Your second home should be yeah. within that person if you are dating somebody. You know what I'm saying. You should never feel like a guest within the person that you're dating. You know what I'm saying. If it's if it's okay to do this this and that. You know what I'm saying. Because your comfortability should be established when you guys are friends you know what I'm saying? And then, like, once once you kind of step into that next role of being a boyfriend or a girlfriend, all the comfortabilities or the discomforts, you know what I'm saying, should already be established at that point. You know what I'm saying? So you should always feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying, knowing the do's and the don'ts, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to your relationship at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where that's where it's masked at, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to you know, getting in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's always the failing point when getting yeah. into a relationship is not really thoroughly becoming friends first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like knowing their history, knowing them as a person, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing yeah. the person that's wanting to get with you because the person that wants to get with you is going to be nothing but rainbows and fucking unicorns,
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't
2: necessarily You don't necessarily know the, the the cons of this individual. You just know all the pros. You know what I'm saying? And don't get it twisted. Like, you know what I'm saying? We always paint the pros within that person too. There could be some red flags that a motherfucker can speak to you, but you just like, okay, that's just, that's, that's something light. You know what I'm saying? I've been through something worse. You know what I'm saying? But The rose
1: colored glasses fact, make it look better.
2: Big fucking facts. <laughs> big fucking facts.
0: You know what I'm saying? And, and,
2: and sometimes, and sometimes you just really have to, you really have to prolong friendships and really have to, you know, continue that getting-to-know-you stage. You really have to extend those moments. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't take the little bit out of everything and just, like, assume that, okay, this person is going to be okay to have a relationship with because once you get into that relationship and, you know, it goes through its consistencies as it always does, it never fails. There's always some consistency somewhere in the beginning of the relationship. It's going to get to a point where that consistency allows you to open up a lot more and then y'all going to be talking about moving in together, possibly getting married, yeah. possibly bringing another person into this world, and then before you know it, boom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit starts to go let still. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, um, the intensity and the, the, um, the lust of it all starts to die down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then you start to realize who the fuck that person really is. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And because for me, just to rip a band off as well, since you did, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to reciprocate this whole thing. I had, you know what I'm saying, a couple of years, well, yeah, I want to say like maybe a couple, maybe a few years ago. And I was going through my whole DUI situation. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't focused on nobody but myself. You know what I'm saying? Wholeheartedly by myself you know what I'm saying, focused on myself and my daughter, and this new chick come into my spot, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> initially asked for my number, and I'm like, okay, like, maybe she just want to be friends type of shit, you know what I'm saying, and she started asking if I had a girlfriend, yada, 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 and you know what I'm saying, months, quote unquote, months go by, and you know what I'm saying, she's, she's damn near pressuring me to get into a relationship with her. She wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend. So motherfucking bad. And I'm like, you know, for, for a couple months straight, I'm like, I'm cool. Like I'm straight. But you know, a part of me just started to think like, well, nigga, like you ain't really had nobody really come at you like this. So maybe this is just a sign from God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you just need to go ahead and accept this, this whole thing because like, she really like really into you, like type of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? She want to go places outside of work and this, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying So. Mm-hmm let my guard down, you know what I'm saying, and things went to, you know, different levels and stuff like that, not to be too descriptive, but, you know what I'm saying, like, it went to those levels, you know what I'm saying, I started putting in effort, and then as I put in effort, her effort started to decrease, you know what I'm saying, and then long story short, before that, you know what I'm saying, I basically got ghosted, you know what I'm saying, she didn't work at my work spot no more, and then right after that, you know what I'm saying, is when I got ghosted. So it was like, you know, it was like, time, it, was, it was time wasted because it was like, you know, you should have just kind of stuck your grounds and just, you know, allow what you thought was a gift from God was a, you know, was a gift from the devil as well, testing you to see if you was going to really be about your shit and really be about, you know, focusing on you and stuff like that. But, um, right. but yeah, I mean, nonetheless, I mean, you know, it relationships, but. <laughs> they they can, they can be crazy. They can be crazy sometimes, but you just, you just need to know when to pick your battles and, you know, really take the time to really be friends with a person. Cause mind you, like the, the coworker that, you know, I had, you know, dealt with, I wasn't friends with her. You know what I'm saying? Like being a coworker ain't necessarily a friend. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get it. I didn't get the time to like really know her. I just focused on the fact of the fact that she was, Making so much effort to be with me, you know what I'm saying. Beyond mm-hmm. friends, type of thing, you know what I'm saying. So, I say to just definitely, you know, extend extend that time frame on, you know, really being friends and getting to know a person. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's, that's how I feel like this stage, You know what I'm saying? Like, I I fuck around to be friends with you for a whole fucking year before I be like, yeah, let's go ahead and be girl, girlfriend and boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And then years after that, okay, like that's you know talk about yeah. that 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 that's you know, that's entertain the discussion about, you know, moving in with each other and then year after that, okay, let's move in with each other. Like I just need to know how long you gonna fucking stick around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. even even with that, like you know what I'm saying, like it you know, people can still, you know, prolong that stage of, you know, wanting to be with you until, you know, like I said, you know, until they get what they want type of thing. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of actors out there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my take on that.
1: Well it's your time, you gotta go. Okay. So we about to get
2: into my segment of get it off your chest and we're gonna be talking about this uh this whole George Floyd and uh Derek uh Chauvin or Chauvin. I don't give a fuck how I really really pronounce his <laughs> name or disrespect, but <laughs> you know, hey it's uh it's out here like that. <laughs> you know, so
0: um
2: as we all know, I know this is, you know, this is a pretty old topic, but you know what I'm saying? It's still going to have its wounds and stuff like that. So, um, we recently, you know, realized that, you know, the judge has sentenced him to 22 and a half years in prison for the murder of George Floyd. And, hmm. you know, it built up, it built up a lot of anger and frustration within the black community. Um, and, I mean, surprisingly, you know, you had some people where it was just like, you know, shit, as long as, like, you make sure that he spend every fucking second of that damn sentence type of thing. And yeah. then you had most people where it was just like, you know, that's all he get. He don't get life. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people that's getting life based off the color of their skin type of shit. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my take on it, or I guess I guess more so my question for you is... um. Do you feel like the judicial system will ever change when it comes to rightfully accusing and sentencing a person? You know, saying just based off of the crime that was done, and not necessarily the privilege of a white person, or you know, because the color of a black person's skin. Like, do you ever feel? Do you ever feel that it will ever change to a certain extent?
1: I would hope that it would, but this reality that we live in, I don't see it changing. Um, My co-host, Fin K, said on our other podcast, it was a lady that was, um, somebody had took a picture of her in the right, and she said, I'm 65 years old, and I'm still writing about the same shit. I'm still marching for the same shit. Like, last year was a wake-up call for all of us. Um, Looking at those pictures, it just reminded me of the pictures that, I watched you know the pictures that I've seen in history books in African American history class. It didn't look any different, you know what I'm saying. The only thing that was different was we wear a face mask now we We have these systems built up, you know what I'm saying for a reason to where it's like we're not getting like we don't have the same resources as everyone you know this this country was stolen by a white man. people were murdered by a white man. You get what I'm saying. Um, right. we have been hated on from the beginning of time. White privilege, a lot of them don't even know. They're very oblivious to the white privilege that they have. So I don't, as much as I want to hope, I don't see it getting any better. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you had told me that they, they lessened the sentence. I remember it was more, because we were happy at one point. But then right. they changed it. And basically, you were saying that they said um, he's going to get. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, I think you said like the time that he did before the trial is going to go towards that sentence. That's a slap in the face because yeah, yeah. not yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: and yeah, because they
2: were saying that I guess, yeah the time that was the time that he had spent already in there was going to, you know, be credited towards his um towards his time being That's served. What's up um as a whole. And, you know, I I also feel that it's 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 really sad because like I feel like the only reason why he simply got as much as he did was because I feel like they they put um George Floyd's daughter uh Gianna on um they 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 involved her during the sentencing and stuff like that and um they were she was uh she was telling um she was telling the court and the judge how much she misses her father you know what i'm saying um prior to um uh chova's uh sentencing and stuff like that and then they also had um his brother speak and you know he was asking him why did you you know why did you um hold on or why didn't you get off of his neck once he realized that he was um that he had him in handcuffs and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like i Mm -hmm. felt like on the on the on joyce floyd's behalf you know what i'm saying as far as like the attorney Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's sad that he had to involve them two in order to possibly have this man get as much as he was going to get you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like I felt like he probably reached in and was just like, okay, I'm going to need some leverage. Because, like, something tells me, like, he's not about to get as much as I feel like he should get. So let me go ahead right. and pull the daughter and the brother out just so the judge can have some sort of, you know, sympathy for the situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yes. when I seen that, that's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if I was a judge, you know, handling—I mean, uh, um, an attorney handling this case—and I would have been like, "Okay, there's nine times out of ten, he probably not about to get as much as I think he's gonna get." So let me go ahead and bring yeah. in the daughter and the brother, and you know, just spread some sympathy out for, you know, saying for the, um, um uh, what do you call them—the uh, the witnesses or whatever—the um, juror, and you know, Ooh. and to basically get them to be like, "Okay, like this this went fucking too far," type of thing. But um there there was even uh I don't know who I don't know what attorney I think it may be the same attorney, um, that was uh George Floyd's um attorney. Um, he was saying that, you know, twenty two and a half years is um is a historic sentence, you know, saying that brings George Floyd's family and our nation one step closer to healing by delivering closure and accountability. I can wow. I can kinda agree with that but then I can't. You know what I'm saying? Because he could have easily gotten off, but yep. I think the smartest thing they did was to not do that. But you know what I'm saying? Because they they
1: would have fucked
2: up. it would have been a fucking uproar in every goddamn state. Possible. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Even in, even yes. in different fucking countries, you probably have fucking riots in Hawaii for all I care. You know what I'm saying? Like they played that shit smart. That's the only reason why he got, you know, the amount of years that he got, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. Like this had been like, you know, back in the early 2000s, this may have probably would have got off.
0: You yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: But it, it's because we starting to speak with action and not with words is what's yeah. kind of starting to kind of scare them in a the sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, but it's yeah, I mean.
0: Yo, yeah,
2: it is. It's going very viral, and I and I feel like the internet, you know, and social media is playing a huge effect on it because, like, you know, it's spreading the word a lot more than you know we could possibly ever do. You know, yes. what I'm saying, like, it's I spreading the word like, a
1: lot. I just feel like certain stories wouldn't get covered without social media. Like, that's my honest opinion because I didn't Absolutely. hear about the Brianna Taylor story until social media. Because um, I used to uh, I used to minor in criminology. And my mm-hmm. teacher used to have us watch different, um, like, different, like, news stations, like, behind us. And they actually pick what stories that they want to do. And they always go for, you know, the, the gunshot, the, the gun shooting. Like, she basically said, like, crime happens, but the media finesses and, and, and manipulates it to make you live in fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know what stories to pick, and they know what stories not to put in there. And, right. you know what I'm saying? They definitely, they they don't really care about putting our, they, they don't put the stories about a white man killing a black uh, person on the news. I feel like you have to really do right. some research. You get what I'm saying? Because look at yeah. the cop's face when they gave him the sentence. Like, he looked real lost. Like, he really was not expecting to hear that. He just knew that his white right. privilege was going to get him off. You don't hear these stories in the news. You got to find it. Like Sandra Bland, I found that on social media. Um, who else? Uh, the Mike Brown situation, the Trayvon Martin. You, it's like mm-hmm. you don't see this shit on the news until we start to make something out of it. Ammar Aubrey, you know, walk like him. Him jogging. I don't think that that would have gotten yeah. any national coverage you know what I'm saying, if we didn't push it, and it's sad, because like you said, this wouldn't have happened back in the 2000s, because I think what Facebook didn't, didn't come about until like 2007, you know what I'm saying, and I don't even think that we were sharing videos, because I know we were still transitioning, you know, from standard definition to high definition, man, you know what I'm saying, like that's, that's just you, you know what I'm saying, making an excuse. That's how I used to look at it because we didn't talk about this growing up. But it's like now, right. it's like, dog, why do I feel so afraid when I when the cops get behind me? You know what I'm saying? It's because of what I've mm-hmm. seen. It's because I'm traumatized. Like, I was, um, I took a master class the other day, and the woman was giving us a history lesson on why, as black women, we are so afraid to tap into our sexuality. Slavery was basically like a hundred years ago. That's not that fucking long. Let's just be honest. And right. back then, you know, the women used to get abused, raped and everything. And they felt like what, black women don't feel pain. And they use that as an excuse to justify their rape and abuse. And I feel like they feel like that for a black man as well. Oh, they don't feel pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. just sad. You know, like somebody said, how come Asians get a hate bill? Like, like they, they got a hate bill, you know what I'm saying, in place for them, but we can't even get that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we got the Black Lives Matter movement. We got it on 2K. We got it on Netflix, but God damn it. We, we, we didn't get no bill in place to protect us. Yeah,
2: I mean, shit, like, it's it's not on paper. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? That's, 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 the, that's the whole difference between Black Lives Matter and the Asian, uh, you know, um hate thing like it's not on paper, you know what I'm saying,
0: and
2: it's it, it, it it's, it's to a point where it's like you know you don't want to you don't want to show some you don't want to show anger towards it, but I mean, shit, that's where our mindset is, you know what I'm saying we've been hating yeah. all our fucking lives, you know what I'm saying, so that's where yeah. our mindset is we just we hate everything that ain't benefiting black people, you know what I'm saying it's right. almost to the point where it's like we're you know what I'm saying, we're the ones that you know that's returning you know that's that's turning racist you know what I'm saying, in, 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 in some sort of way. But, you know what I'm saying, like, that's it's not the case. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, we just want what's rightfully, you know, justified. You know what I'm saying, like, we're, we're tired of walking around, like you said, like, you know, fearing to, you know, be able to, you know, walk the streets of our neighborhoods or, you know what I'm saying, to be able to drive, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, during a certain time at night, you know what I'm saying, or, hell, even yeah. a certain time of day. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just had a, I just had a wild car ride past me and I damn near got terrified. I should I quenched my toes yeah. together? Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Just never
1: fucking know. Like huh? No, no, I was I was saying right, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's crazy. We just, crazy
1: crazy.
2: At the end of the day, like you know, like I know me and you. We talked we we talked before before about the uh, the reparation that you know that's supposed to be in the works, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, that's still in the works, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, hopefully as as a black community or as a black nation, you know, we can really do right by the funds that we will possibly get. As long as we stick it into existence, we will get it. Just manifest it,
0: mm-hmm. and we will get it. Right.
2: But just hopefully that y'all do right by this goddamn money. Like, y'all, can't prove, y'all right. can't prove them right. At this point, like, if we get that money, y'all can't prove them right. And I ain't even got to Mm. specify as to what they think of us because y'all already fucking know. Just make sure that y'all prove them wrong. If if you are to get this shit granted, and we get money. Just prove them wrong.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs)
1: That's all
0: I can say. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that was a
1: good statement. You know, we had to go there. Um, Uh, Now we're about to get into the separate your mind question. Drop it, DC. Oh, shit, it's rainy, it's gloomy in Michigan, but it's my favorite type of scenery. Let's stimulate that mind covering. All right. The simulation of my question this week is, what does your celebration look like when you have achieved a goal? Are you hard on yourself to where you came and appreciate your mouthful? Um,
2: I feel like, honestly, I... I can be I can be fifty fifty with it. I can be hard on myself at times but it's more so a um it's more of a schematic uh situation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like if you celebrate too much you lose sight of what's you know, I, I feel like you lose sight of your responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to, you know, really truly humbling yourself, you know what I'm saying? Because the person who has success and they're not humble, they are quickly able to every fucking thing that they work for, you know what I'm saying, whether it's you know meeting new people and getting involved in their environments and you know what I'm saying you just caught up in the limelight or you know what I'm saying whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying it could you could be you know <laughs> you could be at you know at your very lowest you know starts of success, and you know you wanna go out and just kind of splurge and you know kind of make your way up to that level, you know what I'm saying, just to be even more relevant but I feel like being humble, being humble has been more peaceful for me. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, Like even with the whole clothing brand thing, like, you know, like I've like the moment I had made it official that, you know, I was pretty much a businessman, you know, a part of me really wanted to just like really fucking celebrate. And, but at the same time it was like, okay, like you became a businessman, but like, what other, what other things do you have behind it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it, is it really necessary to really celebrate at this particular moment in time? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's what, that's what drove me, you know, to be like, okay, maybe it's not properly time to celebrate this yet. You know what I'm saying? So let me go ahead and just continue to focus on, you know, making things a lot more bigger, more better. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when, you know, the, the shirt started to get, you know, uh, made and, you know, promotions started to happen. People started buying and, you know, people started reposting and all that stuff. And after a while it was like, okay, this shit really getting, this shit really getting up there now. am like, okay, like now it's time to really kick it in. Now I'm like, nigga, like, let's, let's, let's do something. I'm like, uh, not yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like, I feel like when I kind of like, when I, when I discipline myself to not really celebrate just yet, it's because mm-hmm. I have a goal that's set a lot higher than those milestones that I had. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like, these those two milestones that I just mentioned were probably, like, the biggest mi- milestones besides my kid. It has been the biggest things that I've ever done in my life. You know what I'm saying? Personally. Mm-hmm. But it was still, like, yeah. at the same time. It's like you have bigger goals than that. You know what I'm saying? You got to be mindful that you that you plan on making this, you know, like a to a point where like it's almost like a franchise where you'll have like two plus stores type of thing. Or, you know what I'm saying? You'll have a billboard, you know what I'm saying? Going down eight miles or going down seven miles, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Or, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can pay cash for a house or you can pay cash for a car. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the goals and those are the expectations that I have for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may be it may be steep from where I'm starting at right now, <clears throat> but you know what i'm saying like if you if you if you aim high for it, you know what I'm saying like I feel like it'll keep you mellow it'll keep you content it'll keep you focused it'll keep you working you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of successful people i mean shit i mean look at Diddy like Diddy out in the middle of the fucking nowhere eating pineapples and jumping in fucking pools that look like they just travel right into the ocean. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's where the mindset is, you know what I'm saying? Not to be exactly like that, but to be in my comfort zone of peace to where it is far from, you know what I'm saying? Like having to, you know, wake up in Detroit or wake up in Redford, you know what I'm saying? Or wherever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to wake up and be like, Oh shit. Like I need to hurry up and get ready to, you know, go to, Philadelphia or get ready to go to um Atlanta, Georgia or you know what I'm saying, Florida or Tennessee because I got a business meeting to handle. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanna be on that mindset, you know what I'm saying? Not waking up and being like, Oh shit, let me hurry up and get ready to do this and that because I gotta get ready to go to work at six thirty and get off at five in the fucking morning, you know what I'm saying, to to get taxes pulled out my motherfucking check and I'm only making a bare minimum of to where I can't survive type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just right. a lot of that you have to feed into yourself in order to, you know, do greatness. So
0: mm.
2: I definitely feel like, I feel like there's, there's a certain discipline that needs to be implemented into, you know what I'm saying, your way of thinking and, you know what I'm saying, as far as like celebrating and stuff too. Because you can get, you can get more so over. You can you can you can get carried away with celebrating more so than, you know, focusing on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because enough mm-hmm. enough success can be just enough, but you don't want it to be just enough. You want it to be more than just success. You want it to be consistency of you know what I'm saying? Like doing what the fuck you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Or I take that back. It it could be it could be enough celebrating to be to where it could be too much celebrating to where you don't focus on success. You know what I'm saying? You want to continue to continue to focus on success in order to be able to celebrate endlessly. So yeah, so that's so my take on
1: it. Mine is, um I definitely agree with the uh, playing humble thing. For me, I celebrate. I, I have to celebrate because um I have the self discipline where I don't over celebrate and forget the purpose, but I have to take that 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 little break because of the heavy shit that I wrote or, you know, I'm writing about, you know, reflecting on it. My mind needs that little break, you know what I'm saying? To just be like, okay, you know what? You got it out there because there's days where it gets too heavy and I don't want to finish it. And I'm battling with like, what's the point of bringing it out? You know, like I still have this mentality sometimes that I'm talking about something and people are like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, get over with. You know what I'm saying? Why are you still talking about it? You know, like, I be feeling like what is the purpose of talking about my story, right? But then I have these other days where it's like do you not know how hard that shit was to get out of? Do you not know that, you know, like you could have died? You know what I'm saying? Like, you better celebrate that. I feel like if I just get into the place of just always, you know what I'm saying, thinking like, okay, I still got to get to the next pinnacle. I got to get to the next the next step, I'm gonna die working and not even enjoying how far I've come. Like that—that's how I look at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do need to still continue to have that self-discipline and not fall off track because that's where we do. You know, we we get big-headed. You know, that's how you got the one-hit wonders that after the first yeah. album they fuck their money up and then you don't see them no more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they, they didn't like, invest like properly damn, nigga, damn, shit, I'm talking shit, I love you, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, you're right, though, you're right, but pretty much, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's, it's I guess I have to, because, like, I, I focus on a book, what, this one took me two years, but when I wrote No Apologies, I was focused on it for four months, and then afterwards, I didn't know what to do with myself, and people was like, nigga, take a break, take a fucking break, so,
2: I definitely agree not what was you about to say yeah, I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like i f- I feel like we 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 dip we dip off into success because we get we get carried away with celebrating because we feel like you know what I'm saying our success is promising, you know what I'm saying, but mm. you can't necessarily you know think of it that way, you know what I'm saying if you don't follow through you know according to your plan, you know what I'm saying, your mm-hmm. plan initially never involved celebrating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So once, once, <laughs> once celebrating kind of infiltrates the hope, then it's like you know you kind of you kind of fall off your rocker a little bit. You know what I'm saying. So that's why I feel like you know being humble. I mean, it's a, it's it's always okay to you know celebrate. You know what I'm saying. It's always okay for that. You know what I'm saying. As long as you do it in a humble fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You always you always got to do it in a humble fashion. Like you can't. You can't necessarily be splurging while you're still in the makings of making something
1: great. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying splurging. I'm not saying splurging, but I'm just saying, like, oh, really yeah. celebrate. Like, c- celebrate could go be, like, you know what I'm saying, okay, I'm, b- I'm about to go, you know, get me a hotel. I'm about to get me some wine. I'm about to go get me a massage. Like, just really celebrate right, that right. you did it because, B D C you of all people know what it's like. Like, you remember when you first started the brand. Like, just right when you had paid for your LLC you like, who? Like, you just know, like, dog, It's so many fucking steps. But then you find yourself doing it. And then when it finally comes out and you get somebody that buys it, it's like, yes, we we are staying humble. We don't want to fall off. But it's like, dog, I did that. You know what I'm saying? something that people don't do. Like, I finally took that first step. You know, like, like, we got to celebrate the small ones. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I mean, trust me, it took a lot to not really get carried away with it as much. Because, I mean... Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you have that level of success, you know what I'm saying, it's really hard to really be humble with it and, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like take it for what it is. That's all yeah. I'm saying because, like, you know, people who haven't necessarily, you know, had that type of success can easily get wrapped up in just celebrating, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, you know, thinking that, thinking that every problem is promising, like, you know what I'm saying, real shit.
0: That's just, like, that's just like hitting the lottery.
2: You know what I'm saying that's just like yeah. hitting the lottery. You know what I'm saying you celebrate on that and shit. Before you know it, like you know, <laughs> you you get to you get to celebrate with that money and before you know it, like you know what I'm saying you you down to to gas money.
1: up, <laughs> you You
0: know what I'm man. saying go, you get you get way too to carried go. away.
2: Like for real, like that shit that, that <laughs>
0: shit fly
1: by
2: that shit fly by super fast. You, <laughs> you know,
0: know what, what
1: I'm saying. Kidding. He said you're it with gas money. That that shit starting to be unaffordable. Nigga, I ain't got enough for that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> see, yeah. When you hit the lottery
2: shit, you still ain't going to have um, enough to afford gas yeah. shit. <laughs>
1: for
0: oh real. God.
1: Oh. All right. Well, well, see, that's, that's all I had to say. Um, let's get into the shout-out and appreciation that you got for us, D.C.
2: Well, shit, you are, I got my shout-outs
1: and
0: appreciation.
1: 19. You know what? Uh, I like out. to actually go first. I like to. Um, oh,
0: she hit me with the motherfucking hangover. Oh no! <laughs>
1: the, the, the one of the weeks I just want to, you know, just kind of cut DC off like you cut me off in mine. But it's all love, you know. what I'm saying we cut each other off. Oh, <laughs> know, I, I just really want to, um, I just really want to say shout out to myself because this has been a long ass time coming with this damn book, y'all. Like really trying to upload it and everything, like I had a hard time. I called Queen k and said, "Please pray for me." I called DC. It was like making me laugh because it just was not working. <laughs> it was not working. I think I I I think I tried like 50 times before I had to get help. But it's uploaded. Book will be coming out July 31st. Pre-orders is on their way to get signed and then get shipped out. Uh yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I'm going to still come back with more shout-outs, but I'm going to let you go. I just have to get that
0: out. <laughs> no, fuck you. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. I the no. complex with a fuck you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but,
2: but no, it's a real shit. Yeah, Shout-out to uh, Self-Levels by Rehab, man. As y'all can see, man, this is this is a very therapeutic experience, you know what I'm saying? For not just me, for, you know what I'm saying, for the both of us, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's always healthy to laugh, you know what I'm saying? So definitely make sure y'all laugh throughout, you know, throughout the day type of shit, you know what I'm saying? It's very
0: healthy. Um, <laughs>
2: shout-out to uh, – God forgive me, but I'm going to skip you for a second because this is – this because,
0: because you made
2: this, something's <laughs> telling me that you want me to just do this. So shout-out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. This is my motherfucking baby. Don't play with it. i call
0: you.
2: I got I got a new shirt that's dropping. I don't know exactly when. I know I got them made. I just don't know when I want to drop them. I might send a sneak peek out on social media Monday, which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. probably around like noon or maybe one. So make sure y'all <laughs> stay tuned with that. But of course, if y'all need, if y'all want to stay tuned with it, goddamn you need to follow the motherfucking business page. The business page <laughs> is dynamic underscore culture. Or you can follow it on Facebook as well at Dynamic Culture Apparel. And And, yeah. Um, yeah, shit. Um, shout out to all my kings and queens with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all you goddamn musty negative Nancys and negative Karens out there with that negative vibes and negative energy.
1: <laughs>
0: we still love y'all
2: at the end of the day. We got deodorant and air freshener for you. We just waiting for you to catch
1: up, my friend. Not the cat. Oh, gosh. she said we got deodorant. <laughs> Baby powder for you, too. So I'm going to come back. Pop. I'm going to give a shout-out to this platform because it is helping me to become a better person on a daily basis. Um, I was even told that I'm working on, you know, handling myself on the road. You know, I haven't really called nobody a bitch. I've honked a couple times keep people them how to drive, but <laughs> I'm learning not to yell and give myself high blood pressure um shout out to ubc for always being rated come on i ain't gonna lie you had me kind of scared today i was nervous but you know you still come oh, on time <laughs> shut up <laughs> i was that i was, was nervous point. i would be nervous y'all uh, see look he does this on purpose that's why i make him <laughs> sweat for every simulation <laughs> mind question um shout out to shit. no apology that's that's a platform for both Self-Love is My Rehab, and Queen Survives and Visions, like I said, Out of Darkness is coming July 31st. I am very happy that I finally, you know, finished a series that was about my life, something that I thought that I could never do. Y'all pray for me on the next Bit of Street Reflections, because this one is about to really hit close to home with a lot of stuff from my childhood. It ain't going to be about my life, but it's going to be about stuff that I can relate to. So, yes, y'all. I'm going to start writing. I'm going to start tapping into that probably later on this month. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe after my birthday month. I think I'm taking a break from my birthday month and going to dive right in in August. But it is what it is. Um, Yes. And with that being said, Mm -hmm. too, Mm -hmm. my cash app is Complex Angel you know, ninety if y'all ever want to catch at me for my birthday is July thirty first. Leo season is coming. You know what I'm saying? It's the best one. Every other Zodiac sign is just pre Leo season, okay? They don't oh, matter. Shit. So anyway oh, <laughs> So anyways with that being said, shout out to God for birthing me, you know what I'm saying? Like he made me in his image thank you without having a close relationship with him. I would not have a close relationship with myself, but no, it's the real stuff. (laughs) I know I'm about to get a whole bunch of fucking texts after this. But anyway, I am just really glad of the journey that I'm on with my self-love. I'm glad how far I've come with the relationship with God. I'm so glad that we are at a close level. I'm really tapping into me, y'all. I am really learning what makes me happy. And so far, I know that every night I like to, Take a shower with the lights off, with the candles lit, my essential diffuser are going with my Ulythic, uh peppermint. It, it, it's it's like a very pepperminty scent. But I like for that to go. I like the color. And I've been definitely going up to um, this park that I found in London. Well, you know, it's like northeast Philadelphia, but it has water. I love going up there every day to meditate. So I'm slowly figuring out what makes me happy. And I really suggest that y'all do it out there too. It's the best thing ever. And that's all I got for shout outs. All right, DC. I'm going to let you get into your last two segments as you call it the lighter side.
2: Hell yeah. So, yeah, we about to get <laughs> into that, what you know about that. Hey, what you doing back there? What you doing back there? I knew what about that. <laughs> of hey, oh, yeah. So, look, listen. I stumbled across Erica Minna and the hall, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently I found this out possibly three days ago, and I didn't realize that they split up or whatever. So, whatever whatever reality show they on now, shit, it's about like, I'm um, team for the motherfuckers. I don't even know which one they own. But um, mm-hmm. they had like a small clip of, uh, basically, Safari had uh, tweeted on Twitter talking about marrying Eric Amanda was the biggest mistake of his life type of thing. After you know, a few a few people on social media quote unquote said that, you know what I'm saying, like you basically put all this energy and effort, you know what I'm saying, until finally you know, till she finally gave in, got married and had kids and, you know, now he's un you know, uninterested and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one girl says, um <laughs> the idea of a chase but then don't, you know, put in as much effort once they get it is sad. You know what mm. I'm saying? So now I'm not going to fully attack, well, I'm not going to fully attack him. You know what I'm saying? There are cases where, actually, you know what, fuck it, I am going to do it because he, he, he he's part of that statistic, not just as a man mm-hmm. but just as a person in general who just feels highly uninterested and just want to be bold with, you know, how they move with situations. Um, I watched the, I watched a little bit of the clip and, you know, hearing certain, certain things that he said and looking at Erica, like that was the first time I've ever seen her where she was just kind of like, you know, like legit hurt and didn't really mm-hmm. lash out aggressively. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the girl was like legit hurt and, um, his whole idea. Cause like their, their whole situation was him, uh, tweeting that whole thing and, you know, his defense was her dumping their wedding photos in the trash, you know, basically just throwing them away. And her defense Mm -hmm. was like, like legit really just like went to the public and, you know, pretty much talked shit about me saying how you regret marrying me. And he's, and Mm -hmm. his his response was Twitter ain't real life. Wow. Yeah. So like, my question to you is and I know I know we kinda of talked about this in the sense, you know what I'm saying, before the podcast, like do you feel as if like when 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 a man and or a woman gets to a point where they see a person that they want and they put forth the efforts of getting that person by any means when I say legit mm-hmm. by any means, cause that's what they kind of really do um, so who do you feel really gets the backlash, or I guess necessarily deserves the backlash? Is it the person that puts in the effort or more so the person that realizes that you know there there's some there's some personal uh there there's a personal journey that they need to take in order to you know what I'm saying really get right with themselves versus a person who, you know what I'm saying, who's really trying to pursue them and then, you know, out of nowhere just, you know, get what they want or, you know, get what they fulfill with that person and just want to cut them aside.
1: I think the person that, regardless, male or female, I think the person that is very persistent, making you think, make, making that other person think like, listen, I, I know you're hurt. I know your pain. I'm going to be different. Just open up and let me in. I feel like they should get the backlash. You know, I feel like they deserve the backlash because you basically made a person feel like, okay, I'm going to let my guard down one more time. And, you know, sometimes this person already may be in a fragile state trying to figure out who they are and you get into a relationship with them. and sometimes. You know, like I said before, we see food, you know, like we see something that's appetizing from afar, but when you get an up-close taste of it, you sometimes realize, damn, shit, <laughs> I don't know if this is what I wanted. And it's like, at the end of the day, what I'm learning is, even though they deserve back, at the end of the day, life changes, people change, and you have the right to walk away, you know what I'm saying, if you feel like you don't want that no more. but take responsibility in opening up somebody's heart. You know what I'm saying? When you should have just been friends from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Stop doing all these grand gestures. Stop trying to force somebody to fit into your life. And then, you know what I'm saying? Basically, after you got them open and their guard is down, you know what? I don't want this shit no more. Because regardless if you're a toxic person or you were a healthy person, when two people connect, when you break up, if you really care, you're the one that's less, um, you're the one that is less grieving. No ma- And, you know, no, no right. matter if they're toxic or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, he was toxic, but I still connected to him on a deep level. And now I have to do that healing. Now I have to grieve. No, I can't suppress it because I need to feel this pain so that I won't make the same mistake in the next relationship. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, For the person that does get into the relationship, and, you know, because I know you said that he got backlash, like, you know, you should have seen what Eric Clemente was. We live in survival mode. You know, a lot of us carry our trauma from our childhood because in the black community, the Latino community, the Hispanic community, we are told what happens in this house stays in this house. We don't go to therapy. We don't talk about it. So we hold on to our trauma. You know what I'm saying? And we take it into relationships. We're looking for someone to save us. We're looking for someone to understand us. We're looking for someone, like you said, to be our second home. But a lot of us don't even know how to live comfortably in our own home, so we look for that person to be my happy home. And, you know, even though a person, because I'm like Erica, I'm too much. I have that bitchy side attitude. I have that aggressive side and I hear all the time you need to change that or no man's gonna want you. No. I need a man to come in that's gonna let me know, listen, that doesn't scare me. I'm gonna be here with you while you're working through it. But I'm gonna help hold you accountable. I don't need another yeah. man that is broken that's gonna take advantage of it because I've heard the relationship that we have with our mom and with our father is a relationship that we're gonna have with um, you know, the, the opposite sex. Like you know, my relationship with my mom, I was very competitive with females. My relationship with my dad, I with men, I don't know how to let them in because I never had that relationship with him. And the males in my life let me down, so I always felt like I have to do it on my own. A man would tell me, yes, I'm going to help you, but I would still try to figure out ways to do it on my own because I've always had men let me down. But you know what I'm saying? It's not a man's responsibility to fix that in me. I have to fix that. But it takes a lot of patience while a person is working through it. If you love somebody, you know what I'm saying, help them work through it. Be that support system. You know what? You snapping today, but I see you working on it. You're going to get there. Give me a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, motivate me while I'm going through this. But it's like, nah, she's too much. She's too bitchy. You know what I'm saying? Even for a guy, too. He's too clingy. He's too broken. It's like damn, I'm giving you what the fuck you wanted. I'm I'm taking the wall down. I'm showing you my neck itself and now it's too much for you. And that leaves the person <laughs> questioning themselves. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like the person who opens them up, you deserve the backlash. You have you have every right to be true to yourself and walk away, but take the accountability that you did this shit. You came to me like that. That means that you fucking came to me, nigga. I was doing fine before I met you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, not to not to go there, but I told you this shit already triggered me any fucking way. But just going there, yeah. What's your take
0: on
1: it? <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you wholeheartedly. Every every fact you spat out, you
2: know what I'm saying. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: especially especially the part, you know what I'm saying, where it's like you came to me first. You know what I'm saying? Like I yes. like I had said earlier in the in the um in the podcast with the questionnaire. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the 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 girl that worked at my job, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't pursuing, I wasn't pursuing her. She was pursuing me. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you came to me with the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you came to me acting like you was with the shits. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like all you were all you were missing at that point was just me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you feed that into a person's mind, you know what I'm saying? Like eventually, the more you press, the more they're gonna take action upon it you know what I'm saying? So it was like, mm-hmm. when that whole, when that whole ghosting thing happened, it was like, why? Like, like, that yeah. shit was old. Like, it came to me for this shit. Like,
0: this is what <laughs> you <laughs>
2: proclaimed you wanted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the day, the day that I said okay to her, I basically sped out my whole situation to her. Every yeah. little, every little thing that I wouldn't even utter out, I told her. And, 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 in a case, it probably could have been just to scare her off, like, you know what, look, look, listen, listen. Right. Because <laughs> you seem like you're a nice person, and you seem like you really want a relationship. I might not be that nigga for you. So let me tell you what's going on <laughs> in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, I got this, 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 and that going on. And she's like, I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm willing to be there with you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's that. Sometimes we say actions speak louder than words, but sometimes them words be really fucking venomous. And them actions, too,
1: can be manipulative, too, yep. As fuck,
2: as fuck. So it it was like the fact that I just pretty much just sped out my whole fucking life to you and the circumstances that I'm going through and you still want to be with me, it's like, okay. You, you got me, like, you got me, like, nigga, like, ain't shit else I could do, like, at this point, like, I done basically told you, you know what I'm saying, I got, like, 12 kids, you know what I'm saying, seven baby mamas, and you just don't give a fuck, so I'm like, okay, you must really want the shit, okay, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm not that type of dude that, you know, that, that burdens you with my baggage, but it's like, shit, like, it's like, if this what you want, okay, you know what I'm saying, and it's just like, once you, once you meet them on the same level of that, of that, um, of that energy and that um that effort, it's almost like it scares them the fuck off. It was like, well what the fuck? Like I thought this was this was the plan, my <laughs> nigga like what happened? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like it, it's crazy how that works out. You know what I'm saying? Like a person and and I mean granted like you know, I may have fulfilled everything that she was looking for at that particular time. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: when you look at it like that shit only lasted for, for like five months. You
0: know mm. know what I'm so
2: for, only oh, lasts for like, you know, for less than a year, it was like, well, yeah. you know, not to my horn, mm-hmm. but the only thing I gained was, you know, sex. Right.
0: You know what right. I'm saying? And yeah.
2: some sort of, some sort of like security type of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, well, if that's what she was looking for, then you need to hem up the person that you was fucking with to be like, okay, look, listen, I need you to do this, this, and that. I need you to helicopter this motherfucker. I need you to, like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it mm-hmm. was that you was, was in, you should have been yeah. pressing that dude at that at that point in time, not go after somebody who is going through some shit and is right. secretly looking for somebody to, you know, go along the road with. You know what I'm saying? If That's you wasn't what? really a hundred percent the shit, then you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, don't pursue. You know what I'm saying? But it you're looking for,
0: question question
2: yeah. But you're looking for a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying. What you got going on at home is not being fulfilled.
0: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
2: You either cut out that person at the crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or,
0: <laughs>
2: you know what I'm saying? Like, just deal with the situation. Continue to be a guest in your home that you assume is your home.
1: Yeah, part. man. So, part? man. Yeah. so. crazy. See how DTV triggering me, y'all. Cool. Cool. Damn, yeah, the
0: mm-hmm. hell with you.
2: I got triggered too. Shit. We just some <laughs> <don't> triggering ass <laughs> niggas. We trigger happy.
1: Well, close, close us out with the dynamic culture quotient. So trigger happy ass.
0: All right, lady. Oh, damn. You said that shit right. Look at you. Yeah. Well. <laughs>
2: <jobless>. <laughs> well I don't necessarily have a, a quote tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. I just, mm-hmm. I just mainly just one. have a message. Huh?
1: You better make a one.
2: here <laughs> yeah. talking shit. No, I mean,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, you know, my dynamic culture quote is just simply this. You know what I'm saying? Just continue to, you know, continue to live life, continue to focus on yourself, and, you know, continue to, um, you know, challenge yourself as an individual. You know what I'm saying? And when I say that, going on this on this self-love journey is, is solely an individual journey. You know what I'm saying? It's a solo journey. You don't necessarily need, you know, company because you never know what type of misery they have coming into your vehicle on this road to journey.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So,
2: you know, you definitely need to tune into yourself and love yourself on some dynamic shit is what I always love to say in my videos. Y'all already know it. You know,
0: what saying? <laughs> but um,
2: <laughs> but no, like it was a real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a priority to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because when uh, when shit hits the fan, and these so called people that's supposed to be your 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 you know you your your road dogs, your best friend, your bestie, you know your brother, your sister, <laughs> your, your uncle, your cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like when shit hits the fan, you're the only one that got to clean up that mess. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm definitely, you know, strive for success, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's too much opportunity out here to not, you know, better yourself. You know what I'm saying? You just got to find a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? You just got to open doors that God presents right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Never just knock on the door and not just go in if they, you know what I'm saying? If you know it's God's will, you know what I'm saying? Just don't knock on the door and just not bust up through that motherfucker because God put it right there for you. You just got to open up that door. You know what I'm saying? Uninvited. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But just knowing that you are the invited guest. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So just keep striving for greatness and, you know, just continue to be hopeful in life. You know what I'm saying? To everybody that's going through things. You know what I'm saying? I, I pray for you wholeheartedly, you know what I'm saying, as much as I would hope that you would pray for me. Pray for Complex, you know what I'm saying, through all the things that we are all going through as individuals because Mm -hmm. we are all going through. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's Let's just, you know, you know, change the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Let's pray for each other and, you know what I'm saying, just strive for greatness. That's all we can do in this cruel world, this cold world, this evil world. You know? Appreciate
1: so. you for that,
2: DC. Yeah, on some dynamic shit, man. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yes. We
0: are out. Peace and love, y'all. We out. We back
1: in this thing. Hell yeah. Deuces.